Hey guys, you're listening to a bonus episode of Powerverse. We're recording this episode from Portland, Oregon, where I am, with Arby joining me via Skype from Hanoi, Vietnam. Say hey, Hanoi. <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, hi from Hanoi, or, or rather, as we say here, Sing Chao. Sing Chao, Sing Chao. Sing chao. Arby and I do this almost every week of our lives since he set off on his eat, pray, fuck around Southeast Asia. So we apologize for the quality of his audio tonight. He is joining us via Skype. Next week we will be in the studio busy recording the rest of the first season you did know we're doing this season by season right that's right this is season one of powerverse and between now and june we're going to be releasing six more episodes bi-weekly starting with a brand new episode in two weeks on tuesday april 25th arby do you want to tell everyone a little bit about the rest of the season Sure. The rest of the season will certainly be a goody-goody. We're going to be talking about race, racism in the queer community. We're going to be talking about partying and queer underground culture. We're going to be talking about what it's like to be single and lonely, navigating that, or single and not so lonely, and also how important and complicated our relationships with women can be. As I like to call it, our wives. Our wives, exactly. <laughs> First wives club. Yeah. <laughs> And in the end, we're going to wrap all this up trying to answer that question that we've really been exploring this year, which is what does it mean to be gay and queer today? We've also got some amazing guests lined up to join us in Unpacking It, including the fabulous Antoine Sargent. He's a frequent contributor at The New Yorker who will be sitting down with me for a conversation about the intersection of race and racism in the queer community, as well as its influence in the art world. It'll be a really cute key. Mm-hmm. And then later this month, we're sending Michael to a festival I attended last year called Gays Hate Techno. It's gonna get banged out to some music <laughs> and other things. It's a queer techno camp out in Northern California and we're both excited on the attend. He's gonna meet some fabulous queerdos who really make the underground queer culture happen out there on the West Coast. That's right. I've had my bags and my enemas packed for weeks. <laughs> you probably should bring your cock ring as well. <laughs> my collection of cock rings. <laughs> just saying. Oh my gosh, you should pass them out. Maybe like one or two. Yeah, just one or two. Uh, Don't worry, guys. We're also going to talk about sex. Have you been enjoying hearing about all of our sexcapades? We really, really hope so. Like, genuinely, we mean it because (laughs) we're not going to stop sharing. There's a lot more mess in store. Seriously. Say yes to the mess. Yeah. In (laughs) fact, we really want to hear your hottest hookups of the week so we can share them on future episodes. Uh, Have you had a steamy encounter? Have you had someone hit a spot maybe you didn't know exist? Send your stories to powerversepodcast at gmail.com that's p-o-w-e-r-v-e-r-s podcast at gmail.com for every story that you send you'll be entered to win a special powerverse gift which may or may not be of the oral variety (laughs) that's the only (laughs) gift i know how to give (laughs) anonymous stories are fine of course we will ask your permission before we share it on air arby are you excited to read these i'm looking forward to grabbing my lube and having my own personal nifty.org archive if you don't know what nifty.org is just take a peek it's one of the things that got me through the slow internet generation i think i printed reams and reams of paper of these stories so i could take them to my bathroom when i was 14 years old (laughs) pre-laptop days before we get to the juiciest part of this bonus episode we did 
in all seriousness, want to take a minute to say thank you to all of you for listening, for supporting us, for liking us on Facebook and Instagram, and for sharing us with your friends. Your feedback and your messages really mean a lot to us, and we are truly, truly grateful. Arby, I believe you pulled some reviews, right, from iTunes to read? I sure did, and we love all the views, but we decided to pick a few out that really made our hearts sing. A more key is it says honest sex positivity. This podcast is funny, socially relevant, and at the forefront of an increasingly sex positive culture. A non judgmental podcast about gay relationships and sex. Yes, you get it, Amorky. You really, really get it. And you have a way with making us not sound as slutty as we really are. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you. It really means a lot. Um, so shout out to you. Um, and then we also have Man, M-A-N. This is that uh, powerful, funny, honest. This is a great podcast. Gets at the universal with fairness while staying firmly rooted in its community identity. A pleasure to share and stellar production. Heart and eyes emoji, black fist baby. Bump emoji, confetti, and two bottles of champagne. Really, really, really thanks, man. So happy that you enjoyed it. Thanks, guys. We love hearing those reviews. Just a reminder before we get on to the main part of this episode, subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Rate us, review us. It actually does help a lot. It increases our chances of being featured uh, in the iTunes podcast store, and it also boosts our listenership quite a bit. As always, please follow us on Instagram at Powerverse Podcast or on, on Twitter at Powerverse PC and like us on Facebook. And please keep sharing us with your friends and your family. Now that uh, all that business is out of the way, uh, let's get into it. So to tide you all over for this bonus episode, we decided to share with you our hottest hookup of the week, Winter Vacation Edition. It was a cold, cold winter here in Portland. So the only way that I could get through it was to go on vacation and have some hot sex. So as you may or may not know, I went to Colombia in December and in January. And I've been exploring the bowels, literally. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> but I've been exploring South and Southeast Asia since December and it's been quite lovely. And I was, I was only talking about bowels because it's really been a learning experience understanding how I react to different food. Is that too much information? <laughs> I mean, but it's true. It's really true. It's true. The bottoms in Southeast Asia have a rough, rough time. <laughs> to be honest, we both have had some scintillating, toe-curling, hot, 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 hot hookups on our trips. But Feeling hot, hot, hot. You feel hot, hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> instead of sharing all of them with you though we instead have both listed all of our favorite vacation hookups on a piece of paper one through five and each of us is going to randomly choose a number for the other i'll choose arby's and he'll choose mine and then we will share that hookup with you guys for this bonus episode sound good arby yeah but i need to you know i didn't realize we were only listing five <laughs> oh, did you have more than five? What am I choosing? One, one through twelve? <laughs> no, we're doing one through five. We're doing one, through five. one through five. Okay. Do you want to choose mine first? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the number three because it's the beginning of three six four. Three. Oh, three six four. <laughs> uh number three this one is called cartagena walkabout so number three it sounds like a game show number three. number three it's actually number three is my favorite number so when i first got to colombia i was in cartagena and i was there for a new year's eve party which is why i went there i met up with some friends and on my downtime one night my 
my two friends that I was with, they decided that they wanted to go home a little bit early and get some rest. And so I stayed out and I hopped on the grinder using that hotel Wi-Fi, you know, sitting outside of the hotel <laughs> trying to get on there. And hopped oh uh, on the G. This beautiful, gorgeous, six foot, six foot one, tall, handsome, built. His photo on Grinder was this torso photo, of course. It was a headless torso? No, not headless. He had a head, but it was a torso. He had a, a, just a six-pack, just abs for days. He was, like, getting out of a pool, so his hair was all wet. And he had this beautiful smile and absolutely was out of my league. I, I say that. It's stupid. I, I hate when you do I this. know. I know. I wish I was. I wish we were together so I could knock you in the head. I know. Listen, I say people are out of my league, but really, I don't know... There aren't really that many. I've proven myself wrong enough at this point to know that most people just start out of my league. That's just bad timing. Uh, <laughs> so, so, anyways, I hit him up. I say, "Hey, my friends just left. Do you want to come meet me to get a drink?" And he's from Bogota originally, but he lives in LA, and he was with his family on vacation in Cartagena. And he met me at this bar called KGB Bar, which is this like Russian KGB theme bar. It was really odd given everything that's going on in the world. We have a couple of caipirinhas. He definitely seems skeptical at first. It was a nice conversation. And, you know, I, I can make anyone laugh. And I, I definitely had him laughing. And I couldn't really feel out what was happening, you know, where it was going in terms of a hookup necessarily. So do you think that's because, like, do you think it's because you were trying to sense the cultural differences versus if you went on a grinder drink with some of the sluts out west you'd you'd immediately understand where the night was going yeah well i think it, absolutely this was my this is like my third night in cartana and he's the first guy that i met while i was in colombia so yeah i was definitely i didn't know the cultural differences for sure i know that it's you know a predominantly catholic somewhat religious country but I also did you like tell him you were a nun for Halloween? <laughs> I think I may have shown him that picture actually. <laughs> I did ask him about that though. Like, what's it like being gay in Colombia? And he told me that, you know, he, in his mind, people are pretty close minded or slow to accept it, which I found odd because I knew that gay marriage was, uh, was legalized there quite a while ago. So, but he said, even with the legalization, there's like a dichotomy between how people behave and what's allowed and then what, how people perceive it. And he was definitely concerned with how people would perceive him, which could be just also from being a younger gay person that he's not completely comfortable, especially in his home country with being out and gay. Whereas in LA, I think he's like totally out and totally comfortable with him. So we were walking down the street and we went to this like cute little part of Cartagena called Hetsemane. And we're walking in these like old, old cobble cobblestone roads. And, you know, I really didn't think that anything was going to happen. In fact, I was like, this boy's nice. He seems like a nice guy. Not horny. Now this isn't going to go. And I wasn't even, I don't even think I was that horny, but it was beautiful. It was warm. He was cute. He was smiling. And I thought for sure, if anything's going to happen, it's going to be because I make a move, not because he makes a move. And all of a sudden we got to this kind of darker road and there was no one around. And he grabbed me and pulled me into this little like corridor, started making out with me and, it was really cute. Nice. It was awesome. It was great. It was, he's a great kisser. And he said, I don't hook up on a first date. So you're going to have to see me again. Oh, look at him. I know. So proper, up. right? 
and with the rules. Uh, I know with the rules. <laughs> I wanted to say you're going to get over this <laughs> pretty soon, but <laughs> so then I walked him back to his family's villa that they have there and dropped him off and and we have kept in contact. We saw each other yeah. in Bogota, my last day in Bogota. We got a quick lunch, like literally I only had like an hour and it's all that worked out. Uh but he lives in LA and knowing me, you know, I probably will yeah. see him again. Yeah, life tends to work out for you that way. Yeah, um, he's sweet. Uh, he's a cutie. Well, well, thanks for sharing that one. That sounds like a nice romantic entry into your first few days in Colum- Colombia. That was literally the sweetest one on my list of five. After we choose yours, uh, maybe we can tell the, the other options. <laughs> I mean, because I remember. Yeah, the the pics I was sending to you. (laughs) Some of the moments I was receiving via WhatsApp. I feel like like I may have picked him, actually. (laughs) You you have picked... No, you definitely have pics of the guy that I was just talking about. I sent them to you. Okay, yeah. Isn't that so funny? I mean, I wonder how many other people do that. Like... Hey, here are my options. Anyway, what you need to pick is my number. Yeah, I need to pick a number. And so, you know what? You went with three. I'm going with three as well. That's my favorite number. Number three. You literally had to. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a treat. So the, I called this one the same, same, but different. And the reason being is same, same, but different is kind of like a almost like a Thai t-shirt philosophy slash joke that a lot of travelers say like do the Southeast um, Asian track because it kind of sums up the Bangkok <laughs> experience. Um, <laughs> because Bangkok is this large, beautiful city. Some maybe you could describe as dirty and you have temples mixed in with skyscrapers and large mega malls mixed in with bustling narrow streets. But beyond that, for me, it, same thing but different kind of works out because this reminds me of my kind of threesome with these two hot Serbian guys who were, who were same same in a lot of ways but also different so um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, excited to good. find out the difference yeah. <laughs> so I get to Bangkok I'm fresh off of being in India for the last month um, at a maze wedding and my India experience was largely, you know, spiritual, chill, eat great food. I prayed it wasn't the fuck part of it. So anyway, I arrived at Bangkok and baby boy is feeling all sorts of ways. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty. I hear Bangkok has a, a pop and gay scene, so I go. So I go to Silam, which is like a neighborhood in Bangkok since way four. And there's like an alley that's lined with a bunch or street line with a bunch of gay clubs. I go to the gay club and I'm in there and the music shits. So it's now the the let out and you know, which I like to call a draft in certain situations because everyone's hungrily, hungrily looking around trying to figure out who their next lay is. So I always I'm call like, those people that are there the leftovers though. <laughs> uh, maybe I was the leftover. You were you know, leftover. So I'm looking around and I lock eyes with this guy. He's like a beefcake, a little different than the style of guy that I'm into. But he has a really, really handsome face, like these deep blue eyes and this buzz cut. And he's like quite built. But we're kind of like intensely staring at one another. And his friend approaches me like, hey, my friends like you. And I'm like, friends? I'm like, I was just looking at one. And then he points. <laughs> the double <laughs> right he points to the other one and there's another beefcake not too far away from him and they like kind of smile and I'm like oh this is really cute like they sent their friend over next thing you know I am in a tuk-tuk headed to the Pullman Suites 
So as I'm in the center, the guy that I was initially making eye contact with is, you know, starting to be a little bit more direct. I guess like the slapping hand is coming out. Like I'm getting like these questions as if we're, we're talking on Grinder, and he's like, what are you into? Are you bitch? What do you like to do? Um, can I, uh, how big is your cock? Like, you know, and I'm just like kind of turned on, kind of weirded out, but also like horny as fuck. So, you know, I, you know, we're like kissing in the tuk-tuk, and then he's like, he asked, he asked me again about my cock, and I'm like, well, you know, you, you know, I'm going back, I'm going with you back to your hotel. You can touch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your purchase has already been made. It's yours. <laughs> anyway, so he rubs up my thigh and you know fills me up or whatever, and then kind of smirks at me, and then immediately starts speaking to his friend and uh, Serbian, and they like kind of like. I can't really gauge what they're talking about. And we get to the, the hotel, um, to, to the Pullman or whatever. We get up to their room, and remember, there are three guys. The other guy kind of leaves. It's almost as if he, like, set this up. And we go in, and we, like, immediately start kissing, uh, like, the three of us to try to kiss all of that is happening. Like, I'm, like, kind of, I'm, like, getting into it, and then everyone's, like, um, taking off their shirts, you know, it's progressing, it's that. And then all of a sudden, things just start kind of getting rough. Like, they start kissing each other ferociously. I'm kissing, you know, them ferociously. There's hands grabbing at the back of my neck. I feel like I'm about to be in a Chi Chi La Rue film. And, <laughs> you know, like, seriously. And uh, so, but, you know, it's hot. Like, I had never really been dominated in this way. So it was really interesting. And I was also really fucking horny, to be quite frank about it. So we started taking off, uh, like, all our clothes, putting our underwear down. I put my underwear down, you know, and, and, and unleash my cock or whatever and they look and they smile and touch it and like oh nice and then they pull their fucking underwear down and they have two biggest dicks i have ever <laughs> seen and i'm like oh this is what the fuck you guys were smirking and laughing about and you're like oh yeah i mean it's nice i'm like and i, I, I and i'm no like, you've I'm, got a you have a no i will say it for you arby has a big dick and so <laughs> i am fine with what you know i get i get a few moans a few tears here and there i'm comfortable okay but these guys you know what i mean i'm like Holy but are shit, we talking like, like no it was so i was, my gonna, I was is it thick is it I, thickness or length Thickness oh. and the third leg brigade. So <laughs> both of them had really huge balls and two long, thick, uncut cocks, very veiny. So we started giving each other VJs. For some reason, the third guy kind of tapped out of the threesome, and um, the the one that I was locking eyes with originally, that I was most interested in, he's like, um, he's like, why don't we go into the bathroom or to the shower? And I'm like, oh, you don't want to go to the bed. He was like, no, I want to kind of turn things up a bit. Let's go to the shower. And I'm like, all right, I don't understand why. You know, okay, whatever, it's hot. So we go to the shower, and we go to the shower, we start kissing. He was like, no. He was like, I want us to, like, give each other, like, serious pop blowjobs. And we need the shower just in case there's potential for vomit. And I'm like, oh, got it. <laughs> and that was a hot fucking encounter and it was rough it was was big it was fun um did i not want to dig i had a you know listen (laughs) did you literally throw up while you were giving him a blowjob (laughs) i didn't throw up no nothing no 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 dinner came out (laughs) it's because you hadn't eaten
<laughs> but um, yeah, it was really hot. And basically, we need to go to Serbia. Yeah, I was just going to say, it sounds like we both need to go to Colombia and Serbia. <laughs> For sure. Season two. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, uh, God. I can. I can imagine. <laughs> That's hot. We, yeah, it was. Okay, wait. Uh, so now I want to know what were your other ones? Just give me, just give me a clip. You want to know the other hookups that I've had, or just the what I just the titles? I'm gonna tell you the titles of mine. So originally, I was gonna call these guys a third leg brigade, but then I thought about saying something different because no seriously, it was like that. Um, and then I have Russian rump. Russian rump, uh, I like. The Spanish savagery. Mm. And um, close to home. Close to home. Okay. I've got <laughs> uh, Blowjob on the Beach. <laughs> uh, hot Medellin Nights. Lunchtime uh, Loads with my future husband. <laughs> with featuring my future, my future ex-husband. No. My future husband. And farewell orgy (laughs) let's just say colombia said goodbye to me in a very pointed way (laughs) she started she started off as sister mary clarence (laughs) exactly (laughs) all right guys that's all we've got for you this week we are so looking forward to recording new episodes for you remember April 25th, the next episode of Power Roast will be dropped wherever you listen to Power Verse. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Love you, Mike. Love you, baby. Oh.